0: So your upcoming host, Curtis Sliwa. Curtis, your boy is a peeping Tom, man. Your bird of a feather, Flacco, the Eurasian eagle owl who escaped the Central Park Zoo earlier this year, has made his way up into your neighborhood. Flacco has been spotted peeping into windows. He's a peeping Tom. This bird is planning on ledges, looking into people's apartments. I think he's looking for you. I think this bird is looking for Curtis. Hold on
1: a second. I have heard the call of Flacco in the neighborhood. He's saying, where?
0: Where's Curtis? Where is
1: my guardian angel? Wait a second. When you were a little whippersnapper before you became this hillbilly guy, by the way, you who are talking about an owl, I'm surprised you wouldn't want to, uh, what do you about, boil them in oil? Deep fry them. Yeah, deep, deep fry them. Knowing you, you hillbilly. They're not what protected you, species, right, right? what you did with a turkey. Well, let's forget that for a 2nd Don't you remember when we were kids? We put owls on a pedestal. It's what we learned our lessons from. Hey, kids, help spread the word about litter and vandalism. Give a hoot. Don't pollute. Give a hoot. Don't pollute. Do you remember that? James Limpen, do you remember Yeah, I, mean, I
0: do remember yeah that that psa I do-, I,
1: I do not want you to disparage any longer yeah the greatest owl ever in the history of owldom right temple owls right uh, the history of owldom flocko let me tell you about flocko a little story about flocko first off to all those folks out there who hate the other birds that you call rats with uh, with wings Pigeons, in order for people to keep pigeons off their windowsills or we'll call it their outdoor furniture of their very pricey tenements, their brownstones, they put spikes there. They try to spike the pigeon so that they lose their, their feet and they torture them. The better route is to get the plastic owl up there, which some people do, which is a natural predator to the pigeon because, remember, owls are nocturnal They are up to the break of dawn, just like me. That's why I relate. When I was a little child, my, my mother, Francesca, when we were at Ozone Park living there, right? And my dad was away because he was a merchant seaman. She would make the sound. She would make the sound of the owl, making the sound of the owl. And she would go, Curtis, have you been a good boy? Have you been a good boy? You know who this is. This is the owl. And I'd look outside, and I'd look on the windowsill, and I'd say, Mom, Mom, where did the owl go? So the owl knows everything while you're asleep. The owl is nocturnal and is watching. And you know Daddy does not want to find out any bad news from the owl. I said, you think the owl will fly all the way to the ship? No. The owl will instruct the pigeons to fly all the way to the ship. So you can accuse my mother of bamboozling me when I was just a little child. But it certainly made sense to me. My all-time favorite in the animal kingdom was the owl. And then we saw recently how somebody had cut the net at the Central Park Zoo and freed this very exotic owl named Flacco. And all of the bird watchers, you know, had their safari hats on. It's probably one of your your friends there in Bloomfield. You know, with the shorts on and the binoculars going whoop-a-whoop, whoop-a-whoop. They all followed Flacco. They said Flacco can never survive on his own. He's been hand-fed ever since he was a chick in the Central Park Zoo. Flacco, against all odds, proved that he could persevere. And he went to the Lower East Side. And I will acknowledge that he got secondary a secondary contact down there because everybody's smoking weed down there. And he found his way up, you are correct, to West 86th Street in Columbus, just a block away, where I live with my wife Nancy and all the cats. And he was looking for love in all the wrong places. Flacco is solo. Yeah, I mean, the PSA that says, give a hoot, you shall not
0: loot, you might want to tell Flacco there, hear me speak, thou shall not peep. Because he's staring into people's windows, and he's freaking people out. The so you got a Lutheran you gotta, here. you got to talk to him. Give me them. that
1: again. Wait a that, That's not the, the rhyme that I well, heard as a
0: kid. Give, me, give that to me again. Give a hoot, don't loot. Hear me speak,
1: thou shall not peep. You might want to tell Flocko oh, to stop looking at people's oh, windows. Oh, that's very good. Yes. Instead of give a hoot, don't pollute. Yeah. All I'm going to say to everybody out there. You listen to the Animal Welfare Hour with yours, Julie, and Nancy, the Animal Rescuer, which will be syndicated across the nation in the new year, Sunday night, from 10 to 11. And once again, I will defend the honor of Flacco, who is just looking for love in all the wrong places.
0: Curtis Lewa, Curtis Lewa, Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa.
2: About- now
0: to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. And I, I'm moving out of-
1: out. New stats in. There is more departures taking place from New York than any other state in the nation. The combination of departures from the rest of New York State and New York City now leads the pack way ahead of California. So I guess uh, Governor Crime Wave Holcomb uh, feels she's doing a great job along with the Schmuck the Putz, Chuck E. Cheese, Schumer, Gillibrand, all the rest of them, Tish James, the and, of course, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, mayor of the, of the illegal aliens. But guess what? They're heeding your advice. They're leaving in droves, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb. It's
3: the fate of democracy in this country, that's what we're fighting for, my friends. We are fighting for democracy. We're fighting to bring government back to the people and out of the hands of dictators. And we're here to say that the era of Trump and Zeldin and Molinaro just jump on a bus and head down to Florida where you belong, okay? Get out of town. Get out of town. Because you don't don't represent our values.
1: But please pay your taxes before you leave, because how are we going? How are we going to subsidize all the social services that we promised both our citizens and the... Thousands of illegal aliens who are bum-rushing their way here, huh? The largest migration of any state in the nation now is New York and New York alone. Led by New York City and all the rest uh, of the counties outside of the five boroughs. It is a double disgrace. And now to add insult to injury, being on the cusp of fiscal insolvency next year, New York State, And New York uh, City, all we see now is that Kathy Hochul is suddenly claiming that she wants 40 acres and a mule reparations for any African American.
3: Former slaves and their children and their children's children across our nation have been haunted for generations by racism and disenfranchisement.
1: Really? Okay. All right. So what are we going to give them, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb? What are we going to give them? Well, we're going to follow the battle cry of Eric Adams, Swagger Man with No Plan, because he's going to be first online for his reparations, 40 acres and a mule. Show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. So then, Kathy, Crime Wave Holcomb dug in her six-inch stiletto heels to talk about how it's something that we have to do, pay these reparations.
3: More than giving people a simple apology 150 years later. This bill makes it possible to have a conversation, a reasoned debate about what we want the future to look like.
1: Oh, oh, Okay. Now you're concerned about the future and what this state will look like. How about the here and now, the evacuation taking place? First, it was the uber-rich, the very wealthy. A trillion dollars of wealth and equity have exited this state and city. And now recently, the New York Times did a profile and said where originally it was the uber-rich, it's now the middle class. How the hell are you going to subsidize this? Well, what the hell? Eric Adams, he doesn't care. Swagger man with no plan because he wants 40 acres in a mule. Show me the money. (laughs) Show me the money. That's
2: what it's all about.
1: And then, uh, as Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb already taking laps... As how Eric Adams said we've taken a victory lap even though we haven't finished the race. That was one of the dumbest statements of all time. But now Kathy Hochul has bestowed upon herself and others who have come before her the status of a hero, which is so liberally given out today. Everybody is a hero Including when you go into your local deli right now and you're ordering your hero. I don't know if it's got the gabagoo or if it's got the, who knows, if it's got the kosher salami, if it's got the liverwurst. But hey, today, everybody is a hero.
3: It's easy for us to pat ourselves on the back, right? We did all this. A lot of other states didn't step up. We had the leaders here. We took this on. We can say we're the heroes. We're the ones who fought against slavery.
1: Uh, Can I educate Kathy Hochul and also Eric Adams? Uh, Justin, I know you have their emails. I know you can uh, send it to their executive secretaries because they don't have conversation with me. That the mayor of New York City during the Civil War, a guy named Fernando Wood. You think he was Hispanic? Fernando Wood. Like Fernando Ferrer, the failed Bronxboro president. Or Fernando Mateo, who I crushed in the Republican primary the last time around, running for mayor. Fernando Wood immediately opted for secession after South Carolina bolted the Union. Are you were you aware of that, Justin Alley? New York City wanted to secede from the union. Did you know the, know that wrong way, Lou Rufino? I've never heard anybody here mention that except for yours truly, Curtis Lever, because, oh, we love New York so much. New York City, which supported the Brits in the revolution, New York City that supported the Confederacy in in the Civil War, it did not vote for Lincoln. No, 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 no. Their hearts were with the Confederacy. And the mayor, Fernando Wood, tried to secede from the Union and join the Confederacy. That would have been the second place to secede. But oh no, we don't bring that up, do we, Kathy Crimewave Holcomb? No, 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 no. And then of course there's Outslim Shady Sharpton. Whenever there's money out, you can bet that Outslim Shady Sharpton will emerge because he wants his piece of the pie. He wants his piece of that American dream in God we trust.
2: Somewhere there has to be where we pause and repair the damage that was done. You cannot heal unless you deal with the wounds.
1: And the last time we heard from al some Shady Sharpton uh, was in the case that is still pending that Alvin Bragg, who is... uh, (laughs) Is the DA of Manhattan who prosecutes all of those who stand their ground, like Jose Alba at the bodega, Daniel Penny, the hero Marine, and turns loose all the criminals. Best friend of Outsum Shady Sharpton, along with Eric Adams, a graduates of the National Action Hate Network on 145th Street in the heart of Harlem. That's where Outsum Shady Sharpton holds court. But the last time we heard from Outsum Shady Sharpton. He's trying to get a piece of the action again, like he always does. There are two attorneys that are suing Daniel Penny. As you know, he is facing second-degree manslaughter charges, which will probably uh, be adjudicated in front of a jury of his peers, I would say, probably late in 2024. But there's also a massive civil lawsuit. Now, I wouldn't doubt when all is said and done that Al Slim Shady Sharpton has his beak in the trough Because he was on the attack from day one without even knowing the facts against that white Marine, Daniel Penny, who came to the aid of other subway riders who were distressed by the outrageous behavior of Jordan, nearly emotionally disturbed in the subway.
2: You cannot let this go unaccounted for without... Really opening the door to legitimizing and giving a basis of vigilantism.
1: So that's his whole thing. And you watch. There'll be the criminal court case against Daniel Penny. I believe a jury of his peers, a Manhattan jury, will find him not guilty. Remember, you've got to get 12, all 12. Not going to be easy to do. Goes back to the jury selection for the Bernard Getz case. Many of them, regardless of their color, white or black, had uh, issues with times that they had gone into the subway. It'd be very difficult to get a jury to basically agree on all charges against Daniel Penny. But civil litigation, a lot different. I've been through that. Six uh, jurors who were there, a few alternates, and uh, it doesn't have to be a slam dunk, like has, like it has to be in a criminal court case. To be continued. One thing I will, pre- I predict. That when it comes to lobbying for 40 Acres and a Mule, what is now being called reparations in New York State, outslim Slim Shady Sharpton will be first and foremost because he's going to want to have his beak in the trough.
0: It's the Rip and Read Talking about- featuring Curtis Lewa. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is The Riffin' Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa.
1: Who could forget when you were a kid running home to watch the Adams family, right? With Lurch, Gomez Adams, his wife. I mean, we could go right through the cast of characters. But let's focus on uh, one individual, which momentarily I'll bring up because it was brought to my attention last night as I was making the rounds from uh, Brooklyn, Queens, into the Bronx in this recent interview that eric adams just completely botched the uh, way he brought up the image of 911 and talked about that as one of the most favorable things about new york city refusing again to acknowledge he made a mistake he messed up you know it's time to fess up he doubled down on that he was asked by the reporter from channel 11 wpix on whether he wants a second term in office to torture all of us for four more years. Real talk here, do you want a second term?
2: Oh Yes, I want to continue to do the job until the
1: job is done. Yeah, total destruction of New York City. He's at 28%. Now, he doesn't care. Let me go down to 8%. I don't care. As long as I finish the job... Of my partner in crime, Comrade Bill de Blasio, because I'm de Blasio 2.0. He started this for eight years, and I'm going to finish it. And there'll be nothing left. And that's true. So yesterday, as I went from the Bronx, I went to the Country Club Grill, where George Habernick has his Civic. They were having their Christmas party. Great, great Civic. One of the best ever. Probably the two best I've ever appeared before. Juniper Park Valley Civic. Right there in Middle Village, great. And, of course, uh, George Haverneck's uh, Civic, uh, which is up in Throgs Neck in the Bronx. See, these are really good civic groups. Big turnout for the Christmas party. And George says to me, Curtis, you ought to do a litmus test since Eric Adams is crashing and burning. Why not find a venue in which you put up a picture of Gomez Adams from the old Adams and the family sitcom and Eric Adams and give voters an opportunity, hypothetically, if an election were to take place tomorrow, a re-election for the mayoralty, would they choose Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, mayor of the illegal aliens, or Gomez Adams from the Adams family? Here's a little excerpt. Of Gomez Adams, just to remind all of you, baby boomers, and those who watched it on the replays, of what he sounded like and what a goofball he could be. Such sweep, such power, such majesty. Huh. Machismo, and then, of course, is his opponent, Mayor Eric Adams. Uh, New York. Uh, This is a
2: place where every day you wake up, uh, you could experience everything from a plane crashing into our trade center.
1: I mean, come on, man. I mean, on that one cut, even you, Justin Ellick, you'd have to go with Gomez Adams, right? Well, let's go round two here. Ranked choice voting, okay? It's round two. And I've asked Sid Rosenberg, who is going tonight as a guest. Oh, there went my microphone. Uh, He and his son are going as guests of uh, Anthony Carone. Oh, my God. That guy, one day he's going to be in a hot tub with Sid Rosenberg out in the Rockaways, man. These guys, there's a little uh, homoerotic love there, I think. But anyway, Anthony is taking them to Barclays Center to watch a net game. You go to a net game, it's mostly Jews uh, watching, just like a Madison Square Garden. But there's a fair number of African-Americans who I would have anticipated supported Eric Adams when he ran for mayor against me the last time. Again, let's try this. A little Gomez Adams first from the Adams family.
3: Mr. Adams, he's always developing outside interests.
1: Right now I have the most
0: enviable collection of
1: coroner's
3: reports in the neighborhood.
1: Most Enviable collection of coroner's reports from the neighborhood. That's uh, that's, that's pretty deep. Uh, Let's hear Eric Adams' response in this hypothetical election between Gomez Adams of the Adams family and Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan.
2: You are watching an incompetent person turning a competent place in the city to live in.
1: Wrong way, Lou Ruffino, uh, you made up your mind. Ranked choice voting, this is the second round. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> it seems like Gomez Adams is leading. We should actually put that up as a poll here at WABC. In a hypothetical match, reelection of Eric Adams for mayor or election of first-time candidate Gomez Adams of the Adams family, I think that Gomez Adams would win, hands down. But if that doesn't work out for Eric Adams, maybe a career in sports. I really think so. The guy never played football that I know of in southeast Queens. That was not a sport, nor at Bayside High School where he went. But all of a sudden, he wanted to make a football analogy of why his administration is crashing and burning.
2: So when you are on the field, and you're moving the ball down the field, and you're getting sacked continuously, but yet you're able to get up and go back to the huddle and call another play to move that ball down the field. It is easy. That's why that term Monday morning quarterback is about. It's easy to be detached and say, why didn't you do X and X? I'm on the field. I'm getting sacked. (laughs) This This team is the offense and defensive line. We've moved the ball down the field better than any municipality in this country,
1: delusion, though, right? How about look? Jets have a major problem, right? Zach Wilson, out, pretty boy, who should have been part of the Mormon Tabernacle Choir in Salt Lake City, or maybe next to Donny Osmond, uh, the Osmond brothers. Uh, he's been concussed, right? That's it. He's down for the county. Aaron Rodgers, I'm not coming back. And Tommy DeVito actually went to that pizza party that his agent tried to ha, basically double the appearance fee on. So we really, we got no quarterback. What do you think? I mean, come on, Justin, like I know you're licking your wounds uh, because your Eagles are not flying high. They're crashing and burning. What about the fact Eric Adams is brought in off the bench as a football quarterback because apparently he's now using football analogies and then once again he commented on his lowest ever approval rating of any mayor 28 percent. no one has ever gone lower but he said you know this is just motivating him to work hard for the people whenever a politician democrat or republican says they're going to work hard for the people or fight for the people look out Now you got a problem.
0: I want to talk about your approval rating, ending the year of 2023, 28%, the lowest for a mayor since the 1990s. I've heard you talk about this quite often, that you don't really look at poll numbers, right? But what do you see... As the driving factor to that twenty-eight percent.
2: Well, I could tell you. I could have told you that before a poll came out, because I'm in the streets. New Yorkers are angry. They're angry. At, at you or the situation? They're angry at the just the totality of where they see the situa- situation has brought us.
1: No, they're angry at you. Look at the polls. Come on, the numbers don't lie. It's just like in radio ratings. How many times, Justin Ellick... We had talk show hosts and hostesses that had to get a beat down because their ratings went into the tank and they come up with all kinds of excuses. Well, you know, maybe it was one book. It was one. And no, no, no. Numbers don't lie. Eric, 28 percent lowest, lowest poll ratings ever of any mayor. And you're going to say that they ain't they ain't angry at you. Man, they are pissed off at you. Because you've given everything to the illegal aliens, Everything. And they don't like the fact that every time your back is to the wall, you keep using an analogy like we're stuck on an airline with you as the pilot with no freaking parachute, so whether we like it or not, we better pray that you can land this plane.
2: So all those who want to yell at me and call me names, I've been there and I've done that. I'm focused on recovering this city. I am the pilot, folks, and you are all passengers. Stop praying for me to crash the plane. Pray for me to land the plane, because there's no parachutes on this plane. We're all going down together.
1: They were applauding. The audience was applauding that. That's like Jim Jones, right? The Temple of Doom in Guyana, in Jonestown. Yeah, we're all going down. Drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah, they were all dancing, remember, and celebrating. Oh, my God! This guy runs Colt. First off, you know what's going to happen. This guy is not going to be able to fly that plane right. He's not going to be able to land correctly. He's not going to be able to pull it out of this tailspin in which we're going down real fast and ready to crash at a moment's notice. Everybody will be gone, dead. No parachutes, dead. And let me tell you more bad news about Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, who has never, ever used the power of the mayoral office. He goes up to the state legislature. He said initially, oh, they're my friends. I served with them in the state senate. His cousin, Stewart from Yonkers, oh, of course, is Carl Hasty, the crooked speaker of uh, the assembly who took the spot of um, Hyman Roth, a.k.a. Uh, Sheldon Silver, as uh, a crooked uh, speaker of the assembly. I mean, you got one crook who was Sheldon, and now you got another crook who was Carl. So Eric Adams went up there with a tin cup in his hand, and they basically put belly button lint in that tin cup. They gave him all guts. Then all of a sudden, he went to uh, Chuck E. Cheese Schumer. Went to Gillibrand, went to Hakeem Jeffries. He got Ugats, He got bellybutton Lin. And actually his boy that he said he was Biden in Brooklyn for, Papa Chulo Joe Biden, who's still welcoming illegal aliens in, has given him bumpers. But I will tell you today, it's another litmus test for Eric Adams, who has neglected his duties to go out and promote moderate Democrats, to beat Socialists, liberals, and progressives in Democratic primaries. Because oftentimes, that's where an election is won, in the Democratic primary cycle. Unfortunately, there aren't enough Republicans in some of these councilmanic districts to fill up a closet. And he's used none of his influence, none of his weight. He's never gone in and campaigned for any of these moderate Democrats against Socialists. So today... He's going to get pimp slapped down by Jumani Williams, the public advocate, who, believe it or not, would take over if Eric Adams has to step aside, and that's because he goes out in chains and shackles and is ready to go to the big house instead of the White House. He would be there for two months, 60 days, enough time to destroy the city, to put the final nail in the coffin of the coffin that was first uh, put together by de Blasio. Finished, uh, the finishing put on by Eric Adams, and the last nail in the coffin by Jumani Williams. There are two bills in the city council that Eric Adams is probably going to lose on today, although he said he would would, uh, veto, actually use a veto. His bill called Encounter Accountability Bill, which gauges how many stops cops are making. He said he's not going to allow that, being a former cop. Watch. They're going to uh, override his veto. I mean, that is weakness. And then they want to eliminate the Bing solitary confinement at Rikers Island. Now, I would look at any of those female socialists there, Tiffany Caban and uh, Hanani Hanafi, uh, from Park Slope. They lead the socialists in city council and say, do you know, every day there are guys who come up to female CEOs They want to prove to them that they're not suffering from projectile dysfunction. And they ejaculate right in front of them. And what what are the penalties going to be? You put them in the bing. You put them in solitary confinement. What are you going to do? Give them Viagra, Cialis, Levitra so they can do it again and again and again. That's how crazy it is. And Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, can't stand up to them.
0: It's the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is the Rip and Read.
1: Again and again, ladies and gentlemen, and that's why I say trust no politicians, make them verify, then trust them, Democrat or Republican. So uh, Sid Rosenberg came through like a champ this morning. He had on the consigliere of the Nassau County chairman, Cairo, as they run more political technology. And out of 30 candidates, picking one to run against Swazi in this special election that should never have taken place. Judge Santos was on the cusp of finishing his term. He said he wasn't going to run again, even if you didn't believe him. The primary is in June of 2024. He would have gotten clobbered. But, oh, no, this was a big money grab, an opportunity to make more money, more money, more money, which both sides. But when all is said and done, When Mazzi, the Republican candidate, who, again, is not a Republican, she's a Democrat, faces off against Swazi in the special election February 13th. According to Peter King, they expect to raise $10 million on both sides. Jacobs is the Democratic uh, chairperson. Then there's a primary uh, in late June, and then there's a general election. So hypothetically... Both sides could probably raise about $25 million. That's a big payday for a lot of consultants for both the Democratic county and the Republican county. So there's money to be made. And why would anybody trust anybody out there after the disaster of George Santos when they knew all about this guy, how tainted he was? The fact that his resume was all made up. But he checked off on the boxes. Oh, it would have been so beautiful. A Latino, a Jew, gay, check all the boxes off. What the hell, Nassau County got $185,000 from him. The Dems knew who he was and what he wasn't, never challenged it because they didn't think he'd win the second time. And you know the rest of the history. So thank God uh, Peter King came on with Sid Rosenberg. And he tried to dodge the question first. The candidate of the Nassau County Republican Party is a registered Democrat. And thank God, our guy, Sid, stopped him right in his tracks. Of all the people you could have picked to run against Swazi in that special election, replacing George Santos, why did you pick a Democrat Democrat? Well, first of all, you say she's a Democrat, but she has run twice as Republican. She was elected as Republican. Let me stop stop you right away. I say she's a Democrat. I'm not saying anything. She's registered as a Democrat. Right, right, right. No, she is. In fact, to me, this shows the strength of the Republican Party. She ran as a Republican in 2021, was the first time anyone was ever elected on the Republican line from that district in the history of the county legislature. She was reelected in 2023. She has voted 100 percent of the time with the Republicans. She caucuses with the Republicans. She campaigns for Republicans. She is, to me, this shows the strength of the Republican Party, that someone who had been a Democrat now identifies with Republicans. Whether she, you know, she switches parties or not, to me, that's almost irrelevant. What? Ronald Reagan was a Democrat, became a Republican. Rudy Giuliani was a Democrat, became a Republican. I was a Democrat first for George McGovern, and for years an independent, and then Reform Party chairman. Cuomo eliminated that. I became a Republican. I, I, I'm trying to figure this out. Has this ever happened in reverse? Where <laughs> a Democrat said, No, I'm registered as a Republican, but I want to run as a a, a, a Democrat. This is more technology. Now, it's bad enough on Peter King's side, because that's all I hear from Republicans that I've spoken to from Brooklyn, the Rockaways, Long Island, is she's a Democrat. Why doesn't she just begin to re- become a Republican? Well, now we got Goofball Swazi. Remember the interview he did with Crackhead Barney? Hi, how are you? Yummy 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 funicula. Yummy. Hello
0: there. You? tom swazi who are you
1: okay cool so are you running for office
0: i'm a sitting congressman now
1: oh really for what district
0: the third congressional district on long island oh
1: nice oh so that's new york state not new york city yeah why are you here today
0: my father was born in italy and i'm here to celebrate italian american well, culture
1: Columbus was a, a white devil columbus breaks a village didn't columbus pillage the native americans tom swazi well now we find out in today's newsday the Tom Swazi, the Democratic pick, has a long-standing financial interest in companies controlled by Nassau County and State Democratic Chairman Jay Jacobs. See, when it comes to Nassau County, both sides, all you got to do is follow the money. Oh, all you voters are getting bamboozled out there. These consultants are going to be making money hand over fist. And you know what? When all is said and done, they'll get fat winners and losers on your contributions, and they won't tell you the truth.